All right, take it away, Dime Store Siri. Yay! Yay! All right, everybody, welcome back to another another exciting episode of Dungeons and or Dragons. Um, so previously, uh, you all um, made it to East Hill, uh, home of one Brindley Corther. Uh, and when you arrived, uh, you were greeted by uh, Brindley's mom, Bronwyn, uh, and her dog, Waffles. Uh, mm. And you were led, uh, led back to the house where you met her father, Arthur. Uh, and um, Bronwyn and Arthur, uh, yeah, uh, made dinner for you and um, uh, played some music and had uh, dinner together and just kind of uh, probed into you and your backstories and who are these people that are hanging out with their daughter. Uh, it was all very comforting and wholesome, uh, suspiciously so. Waiting for the um, And then um, after a, a pleasant, uh, a pleasant if um, probing evening, uh, you all went to the Green Flag and Inn uh, where you, uh, uh, had tried some of the god ale uh, that Calamity, the trickster goddess, uh, had left there. An unending uh, keg of ale uh, that uh, taste is that suddenly modifies its taste for everybody. So everybody drinks what they feel like is some of the best ale they've ever had. So, uh, and so you all play some cards, uh, and we're going to start the next morning. It is the twenty fifth of planting. It is a king's day, or not a king's day, as midweek. Uh, so, um, Brindley, you wake up in your childhood bedroom. Uh, Nithis, you wake up in a in a guest room on probably the most comfortable bed you've ever slept on in your life. I don't know if it's maybe too comfortable and that, you know, cause you're very used to uh, non-comfort for your sleeping accommodations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you wake up with, uh, uh, with 88 uh, standing uh, watch over you per your request. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Gwen, you wake up uh, essentially on the couch in the, uh, in the living room. Curled up on half the couch. Mm -hmm. uh, you wake up feeling extra warm, and you you see that Waffles is uh, is laying on half of you. <laughs> Waffles. Um, and as you all wake up, you uh, the smells of um, of uh, gr uh, the smells of cooking batter and bacon and eggs waft up the stairs. I'm going to do my normal morning routine and then go downstairs for breakfast. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm going to change the view so I can see all of you at once. Mm -hmm. There we go. Um, that way it also shows up better in the recording. Uh, all right, so you make your way. Uh, what about the rest of you? I think I would Good morning, go this. into the... Morning, 88. Put on there were no thunderstorms last night. Well, that's good. I don't know that there will be many, but um, <laughs> even one would be a problem. So, yeah. I will uh, put on my boots and go downstairs. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, actually, no, you do not put on your boots because they have a strict no shoes in the house policy. Okay. <laughs> and so you all were required to leave your shoes at the front door. <laughs> Redo my braid as I... <laughs> Um, so you come downstairs uh, and in the kitchen you find uh, Arthur uh, sitting there making up a huge pile of griddle cakes uh, a large rasher of bacon uh, set off to the side and cooling I grab a slice of bacon and tear it in half and toss half of it to office <laughs> he says oh, come on now he says that, that dog is not fed well enough without, the, without, a, without your bacon scraps <laughs> he says besides he says besides i've already fed him two strips <laughs> <laughs> but he he does look like he's starving does I mean, he? he's, well he's certainly creating the impression that he is because he's a dog <laughs> yeah. he says he says he'll try he'll he'll tell you that he's never been fed before in his entire life he says mm-hmm. he is a uh he is a mischievous Mischievous boy, but he is a good boy. He's a good boy. Uh, he says that all of you have a fun night at the uh, Green Flag Inn last night. The ale was good. I think we did. He says, oh, yes. He says, you can't beat the ale at the Green Flag Inn. He says, that god ale they have. He says, uh, I, have, I have some suspicions about that god ale. He says, he says, setting the bacon and the griddle cakes out in front of y'all. Uh, he takes out a, uh, a uh, kind of a ceramic jug uh uncorks it uh it takes it up from kind of uh next to the oven where it'd been warming up and he sets it on the table uh it's warm maple syrup Hmm. Uh, he says um he says uh milk water coffee 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 yeah oh milk milk with a side of suspicions i'd like to know what your suspicions are uh, so he uh, he uh, he takes some. Yeah, he opens up the uh, the refrigerated chest uh, and uh, or the ice chest uh, and pulls out some milk, pours, puts it on the table, uh, puts a big coffee pot along with some along with some adorably tacky mugs, <laughs> n- none of which match. <laughs> uh, you look at one of them; it says you know Carthol, and another one has Krailson on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says uh, so he, he, uh, he sits down to eat with you all and he says oh he says uh, well he says uh, I've noticed that the taste of the ale changes has changed over the course of my life he says and I figured out that it seems to be matching the, the, the progression of my tastes in ale he says as I've grown fonder of darker ales the taste of it has gone darker he says and as I've grown fonder of lighter ales it, it seems to lighten up he Bring says and eyes. <laughs> and he says he says i've queried all my friends he says and we've all we've i've had them all describe the flavor notes now of course he says you know ale tasting is inherently subjective but he says we all seem to be describing different flavor profiles it always tastes the same to me he says well my darling that's because you have yet to grow old and he says and your tastes are still the taste of children <laughs> 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 he winks. That's very much true. And he would be insulted if it did taste so much like apple cider to her. <laughs> <laughs> he says, Your youth is a gift. Don't squander it. <clears throat> he says, So, he says, 
my, my suspicion, he says, is that there's some sort of enchantment on the ale that not only makes it ever flowing, but molds it to the tastes of the drinker. Hmm. That's pretty cool. That's a nice gift. He says, um, he says, uh, he says, yes, he says, I mean, uh, why, why, you know, no one knows why she did that, but we're all glad that she did. She's so weird. <laughs> Never seen an instance of any reason to what she did. Just whim. <laughs> he says, um, he says, uh, you're a, you're a Chalukian priest, right? Yes. He well, says, uh, Aladdin, but. Yeah. He says, what are, what are your people's thoughts or your, your, your beliefs on, on calamity? Uh, because I mean, obviously she is one of the heroes of New Haven, he says, but, uh, but. Well, she's one of the, um, one of the for forces of uh, entertainingly uh, exciting or excited uh, chaos in the world. Without, you know, without uh, without a little bit of, of random, you know, randomness, the, the world would be a pretty boring place. So, you know, we, we, we think she was, you know, good good hearted in general, but certainly had a um, bit of a wicked sense of humor, which is reflected, I think, in, in her current followers. So. I'm curious. Um... Does Gwyn know that Calamity was the one that raised Chalik to godhood? <laughs> hmm. And does he know she only did it to annoy Aristotle? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely doesn't know that. Well, we do. Uh -huh. I guess the question more would be, does Chalik know? Well, yes, Chalik knows, but okay. in, you know, so presumably, it, presumably some of the priests know, but okay. I would definitely say they're probably, I mean, it's definitely not common knowledge. Yeah, I mean, I'd imagine that would, that is a, is probably a closely held secret. Mm-hmm. So something that Gwyn does not know. Okay, yeah. just, just wanted to check. He's, he's new. He's only seven. He may learn things over time. <laughs> he says, well, he says, uh, he, he says the God, he says, the, you know, he says the gods are fa fascinating, he says, but, you know, with, what with them all being outside of mortal comprehension and all, he says, I try not to think too much about them. <laughs> he says, I like, he says, I like a problem that I can really get a firm hold on and you know, break it down into parts and solve. <laughs> like pancake making. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Pancakes and bacon. Oh, excuse me. He says, uh, so what are your plans for the day? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Anything you guys want to see? I don't know. I think we in this huge in this huge metropolis with so yeah. many things to see. Mm -hmm. I think we could probably get a whole tour today. I was curious if there was a jeweler's in town. 
Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> nope. You'd be getting one of them big cities for that. <laughs> We could go gather rocks with 88. Why would I gather rocks? Oh, I thought that's why you were asking for a jeweler. No, I need to purchase components for a spell. Ah, that is an entirely different thing. Now that might be, I mean, that might be, there are some, you know, general supply stores. So there might be, I imagine a lot of them do stock common spell components. Yeah, we can try a couple places, see if they have anything that's helpful. Might there be a silversmith in town? Yeah, no. <laughs> no. There's blacksmith for sure. Yeah. What was it that took over the a library? The military fort. Oh, okay. I mean, we can find something to do. Yeah. Is there perhaps a bank or money changing house? Yes. Yes. I would like to stop there. All right, and we can check out the other stores too and see if they have anything. <clears throat> cool. One second. Errands with you can get. Uh oh. Oh no. Oh. Oh, was that, was that Amanda? I said I hate that. Oh. Also, I, I meant to tell you earlier, I really like your dinosaur dress. That's Thank you. Puking cat. He just, he tries to put all the food in his mouth. And right? Then... <laughs> just... They just inhale it and then they have to puke it back up and it's not even like been chewed. chewed. I no. know. Duncan does that all the time too. Oh. Like, Come on. Sorry, sorry. Oh, that's fine. Sophia's been having this issue lately where she's one of her teeth hurts her. Mm. Oh. Uh, and so she'll chew, she only chews on like one side of it, but like little morsels of it will just drop out of her mouth. And then so mm -hmm. like by her food dish, just all these little food morsels. Yeah. Duncan does that too. She's supposed to get her uh, that tooth pulled at some point, but uh, but COVID. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Duncan, so. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, it's not important. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a mess to eat or two. So it's like he leaves a snack for himself for later. Hmm. <laughs> All right. So you all, um, Arthur says, well, well, whatever you do, he says, uh, just. Yeah. So I just need you out of the house for the day. Why? He okay. says, it says a father's prerogative. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs> Weird. He says, don't you pay it any mind. Oh, no. Okay. What? I have an idea. Just never mind. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Friendly. <laughs> Since you said that you go on these things with the friends, she gets up, but she's always she's still just like watching him suspiciously. He gives you a smile and a wink. I frown. Okay. We go. All right, I know. So 
Nice. Yeah. You'll head off. All right. So uh, it is a beautiful early summer morning. Uh, the uh, not a cloud in the sky. Um, uh, warm, a warm breeze coming in off the uh, off the hills. Uh, as you as you step out, uh, kind of um, back onto the main strip, uh, you see the uh, the kind of uh, old library slash fort looming at the top of the hill, uh, and then downhill to the east, you see the uh, the forest uh, start stretching off into the distance. Um, uh, the uh, bank is at the top of the hill uh, near the fort. So, good walk in the morning. Get your heart rate up. Um, yeah, and as you um, as you walk up the hill, uh, Amanda, you are uh, Brindley sees. Um, she recognizes a few people as she's walking by people that she's just known in this small ass town for her whole life. <laughs> and uh, as you, as you walk by, uh, you get, most of them are acquaintance level. So none of them stop you, but you do get some, some friendly nods and smiles as you I'll walk up the street. And then some yeah. extended looks at the company that you're keeping. Cause it's very much different from uh, the company that you used to keep while you were here. I do not notice. <laughs> notice, but I don't care. <laughs> And obviously, everyone knows who you are, um, because, well, you're the, I mean, everyone's heard the stories. Yeah. <laughs> Very distinct. Mm -hmm. That Corther kid with the blue I'm skin. <laughs> completely normal human girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Walking up the hill. Um, it's about mid-morning. You all slept. I imagine you all slept in a bit after a late night, and you know, having comfort, comfortable rest on the after traveling. Um, and so, uh, you you do see people kind of um, milling about to and fro in their day to uh, day to day work. Um, uh, you pass by the um, the two cafes, the good one and the bad one. <laughs> yes. Good one. What kind of cafes are they? Uh, they're nothing special. Um, they both just kind of make um, comfort food. Do they have coffee? Yeah, of course. Get me some coffee. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So yeah, you, you go in and you order a coffee. They give you a nice uh, a nice to go cup. They just tell you to return the cup when you're done with it. <laughs> I didn't think of that. We live in a different kind of world, don't we? Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's a thing. It has the it has the name of the the cafe on it. <laughs> the good cafe. The good cafe. And you uh, make your way to the top of the hill, where you see a um, uh, across the street from the fort. Uh, you see this kind of uh, two story um, a building made of like solid stone or solid brick, you know, just like it's a very sturdy building compared to a lot of the, you know, uh, you know uh, half timber buildings that are in this in this area. Uh, and you see the, uh, you know, National Bank of Carthel above it. <laughs> That's fancy. Uh, and uh, and and kind of uh, standing outside, leaning on a on a pole arm. Uh, is a very kind of bored-looking guard, hmm. middle uh, human male, middle-aged, big paunch, 
Uh, Hi, Billy. Tanskin. Oh, he says, hello, Brindley. He says, uh, I didn't hear you're back in town. Oh, just for a couple of days. He says, uh, Billy is a family name. <laughs> Everyone's named Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is Billy. It's very popular. <laughs> no one who's not Billy. There's a, there is a, a, a spate of, of Billy's after a famous Billy came through town uh, <laughs> 50 or so years ago. Uh, he says, uh, he says, your dad didn't tell me you were back. No, well, he hasn't really left the house since I got back. So oh, he says you're freshly back. He says, well, welcome, welcome back. He says, uh, thank you. He says, uh, y'all here for? Go. Yeah, exchange some money. So, bye. <laughs> Jeez. He says, uh, he says, don't rob the place. <laughs> and he winks. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We would we never, go inside. We would never rob a bank. Why would he? Why do would we rob a bank? Well, the joke was he, he didn't have to stop you, but clearly, I mean, you all are well-honed killing machines. So clearly, that's not going to go the way he thinks it will. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay. You are all well-honed kill- killing machines, especially compared to Billy the bank guard who hasn't been in a fight <laughs> in 60 years. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Wait, how old is Billy? Yeah. He, he's he's uh he's like in his 50s or mid-50s probably. He's he's um Brindley's dad's age. Ah, uh, gotcha. Who could who could be easily defeated by a sit-up? <laughs> by a what? A sit-up. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> All right. So you head back. You Whatever. head into. You head into. So you head into quarantine. Uh, I have to be defeated by a sit um, You head into the bank. Uh, a very, um, a very um, nice gilded sort of um, uh, interior. Uh, you see marble, a marble floor, which leads to a small teller station. Uh, uh, and behind behind the uh, the uh, the teller uh, window, you see a, a young halfling woman, uh, probably in her late twenties, uh, sitting there. And she says, uh, "Oh, um, good morning. Welcome to the National Bank of Carthol. How can I help you today?" I would like to exchange some coin. Oh, of course, she says. Um, she says, uh, we've got platinum, gold, electrum, or s- silver, or copper. And I will pull out a thousand gold. Her eyes widen just a bit. And set it on the counter. May I please have 100 platinum pieces? Uh, she says, yeah, yes, let me just get my manager. Um, he's <laughs> the one that has access to that much platinum. Uh, and uh, she goes back uh, and a, um, a slight, uh, an older halfling woman who actually looks a lot like her and you guess would probably is like a mom or an aunt uh, comes back out and says, welcome, money exchange, yes? A thousand gold pieces for a hundred platinum. Uh, just take that. Uh, and she says, and uh, she, uh, she says, I'll be right back. I have to get it from the safe. And she takes your money and heads into the back. I wait politely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the the original teller kind of awkwardly is just like so uh you all adventurers yes 
She looks at you, Brindley, and she says, wait, aren't you that Corther kid? Yeah, I'm an adventurer now. Hmm. Uh, she makes a face that says that she's going to be gossiping about this later. Uh, <laughs> uh, and says, wow, that's really cool. Um, she, so she's like, quite, She's quite an accomplished killer. She says, uh, so what are you all doing in East Hill then? Not a lot of yeah, adventure here. Well, we're passing, well, you know, my birthday's in a week. Or actually, a little less than a week. Oh, she says I didn't um, know that. Yeah, it is. So we were on our way somewhere else, so we decided to stop. See my parents, say hi, see what's been going on in town since I've been gone, that sort of stuff. Oh. Huh. She says, aren't you afraid of getting killed? Isn't that what happens to, like, 90% of adventurers? 95% last I heard. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we have him. And I point at a idiot. <laughs> like, idiot's a cleric. <laughs> Wait, is 88 a cleric? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Huh. Sorry. He's, he's cleric, cleric multi-class cleric fighter. Oh, okay, that's that's where the kid like. He doesn't act very cleric -y I'm half cleric. <laughs> half cleric. On my mother's side. <laughs> Just the good half. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, the uh, the manager comes back out with um, a, uh, a small a small wooden box that she sets on slides over to you, uh, and inside and and ten rows of ten are hundred platinum pieces. I'll take the platinum pieces, put them in my bag. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Uh, she says, oh, uh, do you leave the box? Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you. I'll reuse this later. <laughs> she says, is there anything else we can do? She says, would you like to open an account? Does that make a deposit? I do not believe so. Would any of you like to open an account? Uh, no, thank you. Do you know where um, there might be a general store or something like that? She says, yeah, you can't miss yeah, it, she says. It's, it's, it's right on the right on the main strip, she says, about a quarter yeah, away down there. It's a general store. It's like one of the tea stores in town. So. <laughs> um, she says, uh, did you want to withdraw anything from your savings account, Miss Corther? Um, let me see. How much money do I have on me right now? At least a thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Can I take out about two thousand gold? That's what so I want to see what this is trying to give me. <laughs> oh my god. She says, "Well, uh, she says you don't have enough to cover that in your savings account." She says, "But we could talk to your parents." Yeah, I'll talk to them later. Oh, wow. I'm good for now, thanks. <laughs> she says, if you give me a reasonable amount, you could have gotten some free. <laughs> 48 gold. <laughs> She's like, that I can do. Yay! <laughs> she has you fill out a withdrawal slip and sign it. And gives you 48 gold. Isn't 48 gold still like a ton of money, though? It's a lot, oh. yeah. <laughs> I signed with the most ridiculously flourishy uh, signature. I mean, it still says a lot that Brindley has an account that had at least 48 gold. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. 
especially at a time when most people don't use banks. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So. All right, thanks. Bye. Does anyone, no one needs a um, bag of holding, right? Before I sell. I we, all, we all got our own. That's what I thought. I have an extra one. I have two. You have two too? I have mm -hmm. two. Well, you each got one from uh, from uh, Darius. So you have your yeah, Darius Bartran Silver brand, the fourth branded ones, and then your. Okay. Wait, what, what color are the Darius ones? Blue, right? Blue velvet, I think. I believe so, yes. And what yeah, color bags do you guys have that are extra? Mine is just plain brown leather. Okay. Mine's purple, but I'm keeping it. Yeah, I'm keeping the one, the non-Darius one. <laughs> you all don't want to hold on to your Darius Bartran Silver Brand the fourth keepsake. That's not going to get you a whole lot of money. I'm Mine probably is... take money off. I mean, it's a bag of holding. It's worth... A yes. decent amount of money. Your DBS IV monogrammed. <laughs> My other so one has mean. Chalic on it. it was a gift. Yeah, but um, I want the one. I want to keep the one with Chalik on it. I mean, you can. Oh, sorry, I forgot, that, yeah, I like... forgot that your other bag of holding was from like a Chachki gift shop in New Haven. <laughs> 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 I think that was like the first thing I bought. Mm -hmm. Didn't end up needing it. Probably just, need it later. Uh, use my sewing kit to pick out the monogram. <laughs> just my initials the, aren't. That'll take the that'll take the uh, magic out of it. Really? <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say. Come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> when, what happened to Nithis? Well, she was by the fire and. <laughs> Trying to remove the the DBS from her bag of holding, and she blew up. <laughs> Suddenly, portal opened up, and <laughs> all right. So, um, with your, was there anything else y'all wanted to do at the bank? No. Um, all right, so uh, with your with your business concluded, you had step back out of the street. Did you want to go to the general store? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I just I'm sorry, I'm just worried that you're going to throw something at us randomly, <laughs> whatever we did. So I'm very nervous about doing things. <laughs> what would I be throwing at you, man? I don't know. <laughs> you said we were going to battle. Did they ever find that clockwork beetle that went missing during the? <laughs> <laughs> I imagine, we, I, I imagine we would have heard about that along with the bears if if they had if it <laughs> was showed back up. There's still tales of the runeboggle beetle, but uh, runeboggle, that's what yeah. it was. Yes, runeboggle uh, But uh, yes, no, that, I think that actually might have been solved in your time in the previous campaign. So <laughs> it still wanders the earth, having adventures and solving mysteries. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Good for it several hundred years has become sentient yeah. <laughs> it's, it's actually evolved. the grand it's the grand vizier of Ulteria. 
Mm. <laughs> That's a secret. No one knows that. Well, great. Chris says, ripping up five pages of notes. <laughs> <laughs> I have to come up with something else to surprise. <laughs> all right. So uh, all right, you're in the uh, general store, um, which is actually a not not that small of a store. Um, a lot of people that have to make the trip to Altaria will stock up here. So there's 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 a fair amount of goods and services uh, available here. Cool. Um, what, what all do you want to browse for? Uh, <laughs> I would like to sell my bag of holding mm -hmm. and then see if see what interesting and unusual magic items they might have, which is probably none. I mean, they have a few, but you know. Um, let me, you know, randomizing things is always fun. Yeah. So mm -hmm. let me tell you a random assortment of magic items that they have <laughs> nice here in the shop. Yeah. Um, Sean, do you remember how much I sold you the bag of holding for? I do not. If I recall correctly, I think I was selling them for like two fifty. That sound right? That anybody? Right. All right. Give me so, yep. Uh, so you're able to get. Uh, they offer you a hundred gold pieces for it. And I bought it for two fifty. Mm -hmm. I will try to haggle. Um, I will want you to role play that. <laughs> one hundred. That was a good tackle. Are you? I mean, are you mad? I. This was this was two hundred and fifty when I bought it. Uh, the, uh, no, wait, 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 wait. Which one are you selling? Are you, you're not selling the Chalak one. You're selling the Darius Bartran and Silverbrand oh, fourth right. one. That's you can right. still lie and say that it was. I'm just. Well, no, I wouldn't lie. I see. No, I bought I bought my other one for two hundred and fifty. Now this this is the uh, same thing. Same. You're, you're talking to a halfling sales clerk. Says, well, uh, you know, uh, oh, so you didn't even buy this one? He says it's so. You know, why are you complaining about me giving you hundred gold pieces for it? Because it's uh, you know that's what less than less than half the value. He says yes, but it has this big ugly monogram in the center of the bag. It doesn't impact the function at all. Well, yes, but it does impact the aesthetics. Well, I mean, it's a two-sided bag. You know, if somebody's concerned about the aesthetics, they can just wear the other side outward. That's not how bag of holdings work. If you turn it inside out, everything gets dumped out. You can't put anything in it. No, I mean, you put it over your shoulder and... Because it is, is it a satchel? Or are they... I, you know, it's funny because I, I never realized that they were intended to be very large sacks. So in my, <laughs> in my mind, they've always been kind of small... You know, like something you'd wear on your hip, and it was maybe like oh. yay big. <laughs> it's up to you though. If you, I always, I always thought they were like courier bags. <laughs> you could, it could be a courier bag. It could be. I will let you describe. They come in various shapes and sizes. The one that Darius gave you though was the kind of crown royal bag style. <laughs> so I'll I'll demo demonstrate it for the for the halfling. I'll be like, okay, well here's. Here it, here it is on my because it, it's hip right or is it over? Like, uh, it, 
It, it would be, you could wear this one on your hip. Yeah. Yeah. So it's on, on my hip with the, the monogram outward, or you turn it around and it's on my hip with the monogram in towards my thigh. And my thigh would not object to the monogram. He says, uh, he says, do you, do you come from somewhere where nobody's got a sense of style? <laughs> well, actually, yes. Uh, you know, we don't really, we don't really have much of a style because it's wasteful. He says, well, here we have style. Yeah. All right. Well, roll me, uh, roll me a persuasion check <laughs> just to see. <laughs> just to see if I can overcome his, uh, or the, the halfling's uh, sense of style. Uh, 20. Dirty. He says, all right, tell you what, you, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you another 20 gold pieces for it. 120 gold pieces. <laughs> we're still, we're still well under the half price. That's five gold pieces under half price. Yeah, five gold pieces is a lot of money, especially when we're talking about something that's worth two. Pieces. All right, he says, have fun selling it in the woods. All right. Well, I'll hang on to it. What else? <laughs> what else have you got? He says I got distracted by our banter. I forgot to check my stock list. <laughs> <laughs> Schrodinger shop. It's like you know, I have everything and nothing at the same time. <clears throat> All right. Uh, individual treasure. <laughs> All right. Uh, he says, um, fresh in, he says, um, he says, I've got this potion. He picks up a potion bottle and you see orange liquid inside flickering and smoke that seems to be filling up the container. He says, you take a, you chug this down and he says kind of to all of you and he says, and then you can breathe the fire of a dragon. Um, hold on one second before you guys respond to that. Where spells? There they are. Okay, never mind. I got rid of that spell. I won't say anything. <laughs> I had dragon breath for a while. Hmm. Um. I'm not really a fire type of person. <laughs> uh, he holds up another another uh, vial, and he said, which is filled with this kind of. Uh, Thick black liquid. He says, "Well, how about this?" He says, "He says oil of slipperiness." He says, "You pour it on the ground." He says, "Nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna have a, nobody's gonna be able to mess with you." It looks like a mess. How much is it? Uh, he says, uh, "This one." He says, uh, "This one's two hundred gold pieces." He says, <laughs> "He says, but he says you can also." Uh, apply it to yourself. He says, um, why? He says, and then you can slip and slide through any sort of difficult terrain, uh, causing you never to be paralyzed or restrained um, or to automatically escape from being grappled. <laughs> that sounds like it could be very fun. It does sound like kind of a gross solution to a problem, though. 
It sounds like there's easier ways to go. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm rolling these uh, randomly. He says, this potion will make you friends with animals. <laughs> <laughs> there has to be one. Yeah. How much is that? <laughs> he says, you know, it says, this is one of the most common magical potions we get. <laughs> uh, he says, it's a steal. He says, at 120 gold pieces. He says, we could trade it for your bag of holding if you want. Wow. No, thank you. Potions are real overpriced. <laughs> I always felt like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't um, think I can make myself friends with animals for free. Can you make yourself friends with animals for free? I think so. <laughs> yeah. All right. He says, I've he says, I've saved my two best items for the list. Each of these are from higher magical tables. So let's see. <laughs> uh, you have magical tables too? He says, yes. He says, but they're mine. They're not for sale. Uh, <laughs> Display only. Uh, he says this one. He says with your with your holy with your holiness in your party, you're probably not gonna want this one. He says this one's an elixir of health. It cures diseases, removes blindness, deafness, paralyzation, poison. I'm a walking potion of health. We're pretty set on that. Well, he's keep hitting like the same number range on all these tables. Just the potion range. <laughs> uh, and he says uh, he says and this is perhaps uh, the most the most interesting and expensive one I have <laughs> uh, he holds up four horseshoes <clears throat> he says uh, when you affix all four of these shoes to the hooves of a horse he says the creature floats four inches above the ground, which means it can cross or stand above non-solid or unstable surfaces such as water or lava. It leaves no tracks. It ignores difficult terrain. And the it can prob- move up to an extra four hours a day without suffering from exhaustion. The problem with that is we have two horses. Well, but we also have a Winchester. Horseshoes on a dog. Horseshoes paws. <laughs> yeah, I can recon- I can resum- resummon him as a horse, or a or a camel. <laughs> you can't ride either of those. <laughs> yeah, he can. He can. He's just gonna have a devil of a time getting on and off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's one of those rope ladders. <laughs> You're stuck with your dog. I'm just gonna put this out. There. <laughs> <laughs> Decisions were made. Damn it. <laughs> you adopted a doggo. You can't just. I mean, I guess you, you can't could... turn it into another animal. I mean, I guess you could make him no longer holy. Then he'd just be a sad good boy. <laughs> <laughs> you you gonna take that halo away from that doggo? <laughs> He's gonna become the villain in Act Seven if you do that. <laughs> do it! Do it! No. <laughs> All right. Uh, he says, okay. He says, well, you're probably not interested in these anyway. So, uh. And he says, and those are the random magic items that I've acquired recently. Too funny. Hmm. Um, do you have any, what was it you wanted, 88? Jewels or something? No, I have what I need to create what I was looking for. All right, cool. 
Matthew forgot some of his abilities. <laughs> okay, Matthew. Not a friend of yours. <laughs> yeah, I was just reading through my features and traits and I was like, right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, um, anything else to sell? Anything else to buy? What are you selling? What are you buying? Anybody who's played Resident any. Evil 4 has had yes. that. Yes. <laughs> yep. Had that glimpse of horror. <laughs> Every time you go to the merchant, it's just, what are you selling? What are you buying? I'm selling know. all this crap I don't need. I don't need nothing. I want. You do need something. I do? Double negative, my friend. <laughs> you said I don't need nothing. I was I was being uh colloquial. Nerd. <laughs> all right. So is there, all right. If there's any other mundane things you'll need from the general store, you can just buy it, take it out off your sheet. I trust you. We don't need to role play it out. Is there anything else magical or otherwise mystical or I'm pretty good. <laughs> Just an immovable rod, but that's a quest for another day. You and immovable rods, I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> I have all of these uses for it that I never got to use. So I wanna, I just oh, you kept forgetting <laughs> that you had it too. That was <laughs> you know the phrase said it and forget it. You <laughs> essentially. All right. So uh all right, so you step back out into the street um, and find yourself with not a lot to do. What? Yeah. <laughs> so we can go to the Green Flat Inn. We could grab, well, it's time for lunch yet. Nope, it's way too early. Um, we could. Like Chris, what time What's is it, Chris? Is it oh, like nine o'clock? No, no, it's mid morning when you started, so it's probably getting towards noon. We could go to the Good Cafe for lunch. They have really, really great scones for dessert, some potted cream, and it's amazing. Yeah, there's nothing else to do. <laughs> Small town living, nothing to do but stand around and then eat stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so but you really, go... how long do you plan on staying here, do you think? Tell my birthday. What, uh, when's your birthday? Six days. Six days. So a whole week. Yeah. Remember we talked about it yesterday? No, it was a week ago. Of course I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Hmm. Okay. We can, we can go for a hike. In the hills, we could. Um, I think a frequent activity in these monster-infested lands that we now find ourselves in. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's actually something. I mean, like, kind of. I mean, not too deep into the uh, into the woods, but people definitely. Well, you'll go foraging or hiking or. There are paths that are safe because people use them so much. Um, Relatively safe. You know how things can be. Sometimes you're walking around and then there's a fucking owl bear out of nowhere. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 
I don't so know. I guess we go to the cafe for lunch. Right. Yeah. So you guys, you guys still not too hungry, but you go for lunch. Um, uh, the, the scones with clotted cream are, are in fact very good. Uh, um, I forget, um, Amanda, is your, your mom's working in a private cook for a home right now, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, in the restaurant, a few people come up and say hello to you, Brindley, just friends of your, your parents and people that you've known your whole life and make small talk with you and ask you how things are going and that sort of... Very polite to everyone. Mm-hmm. Oh. <sighs> yep. Um, as, uh, as you're finishing up your scones... Um, uh, these... Lunch incident. <laughs> What's that? Lunch incident. Lunch incident. Yes. Uh, two um, two older looking halfling men uh, come up to the table. Uh, uh, you don't know them, uh, but they're they're dressed kind of in the local dress. Um, and uh, one of them says, uh, "Excuse me, I I don't mean to interrupt your lunch, but um, are you Brindley Corther?" Yeah, I'm sorry. Have, have we met? Um, he says, uh, "No, I don't. I don't think we we have met before." Um, he says, uh, he, "He says, um, shit, I'm looking at the wrong page of notes." <laughs> he says, "My name's Cass, uh, and this is my my husband Tristan." Uh, he says, "Goldleaf." Uh, he says, "You went to you went you went to the school system with our son Eris," uh, and as he says that, you do remember an Eris Goldleaf, a eh? kind of young introverted halfling who spent most of his time just like doodling and doodling is like his notebooks and it's kind of a very quiet, uh, quiet, uh, shy sort of guy. Oh yeah, of course, uh, how's he doing? Well, that's, that's why we're here. Um, he says, word on the street is that your, and your friends here, he says, are, are adventurers. Um, he says, well, our, our son is missing. Uh, and he says, and we were hoping that perhaps you and your adventuring friends could, could find him where, well, we're, 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 we fear the worst. Uh, uh, he says a few days ago, he, uh, he says he went out to the old green glade. Uh, he says there in the woods, uh, you know, it, uh, you know, it, um, Brindley, it's a, it's a clearing in the woods that has like, um, like some old abandoned buildings that are kind of falling in on it on, on themselves nearby. Uh, and like a lot of kids go out there to like make out or, you know, hang out or whatever. Um, I, I leave it up to you whether or not you've been out there, but you at least know where, what it is and where it is. Okay. Uh, he says, um, he says, apparently um, well, he's gotten real into uh, and the flowers and the study of them. Uh, and apparently there's some uh, special flowers out there that only bl bloom one or two days a year. And so uh, he, he went out there to look for them and well, he hasn't come back. When did he go out? He, he says uh, two and a half days ago. 
He says, it's, and you know, it's like, uh, it's less than a half days. It's like a few hour walk, but not too far there. <clears throat> I kind of glance at that. I'm like, we can, do you guys, like, guys up for that? Like, it's a little more, it's like, I mean, it's a little more wild than, you know, the fog dream, but. And he says, and we, we, we did go to the glade. We couldn't find anything, but um, we didn't, we were, well, we were, honestly, we were worried, so we didn't stay too long. But um, perhaps you could figure out, find something that we missed. Yeah, we're really good at finding things. We found things a lot. <laughs> um, is there anything, is there anything you need from us? Can you tell us what so. he looks like? Yeah, what he looks like. Oh, yes, yes. He is, uh, he's maybe three foot four. Um, he's got a uh, very pale skin. Uh, very, uh, dark black hair. He says that he uh, keeps in sort of a, a long to the side. The emo. Uh, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he dresses in typically in, in dark clothing, um, and he always has uh, he always has a satchel with his uh, with his art books in them. Uh, and and then uh, Tristan, who's not been talking, says, uh, "Oh, and um, much much to our annoyance, he has taken up the habit of smoking." Cloved cigarettes. Well, we should be able to smell them from far away then. Funny. What was this kid's name again? Uh, Eris. E R I S. Gold. Eris. Gold. Do you guys have any problem with Faye around here? Um. Well, uh, I don't. Not, not, not that I'm aware of. Oh no, nothing at all like that. Says Brindley, the Faye touched creature. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you can you describe the um, the art satchel and and the clothes clothes they were wearing? Uh, yes, he was wearing uh, he was wearing a um, well a kind of a black tunic with a, a black scarf uh, and a black <laughs> um, uh, well I guess you'd call it like a, a coat with a longer coat um, uh, black. Uh, Black uh, leggings, um, boots. Black. Yes. Yeah. Um, any other kind of distinguishing, any other specific objects that they might be carrying? That. Uh... Oh, and the satchel. He says is a. He says it's a it's a lovely green. He says it was a Christmas gift from from us to him. Uh, he says though he has drawn on on it. It's covered in his doodles. <clears throat> Which and Tristan uh, Tristan says, yes, it's a it's a it's a green canvas bag covered in covered in poems and and sketches. Do you have any samples of their art? Why does that matter? <laughs> uh, he says, um, I, we, is that important? We can we can go home and, and get some. Well, it, it, it might be. I I have the ability to. Um, to locate specific objects, cast locate artist. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a Chalik domain ability. <laughs> yeah, it's a, no, it's a it's it's a bag. It's actually locate emo, and it just gives me a, the the direction of the nearest emo. Um, it's me, no, it's like, emo Phillips. Hello. <laughs> 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 it's absolutely tons of me. Okay, Cindy. Uh, 
I, I frankly wouldn't be surprised to find Emo Phillips as an immortal fake creature living in our imaginary D&D world. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I saw Emo Phillips live before Weird Al a couple of years ago. <sighs> his, Very his, you know, his, his, he, his jokes have not aged well. He, he spent a lot of time making jokes about the homeless. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Not great. <clears throat> and 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 like really kind of misogynistic jokes about his wife. So so the reason I was asking for the art is if I can get a really good mental image of what the satchel looks like, we might be able to cast a spell and find it. Um yeah, I can I can go I can go back to our house and get something. Uh, I'll be right back. But wouldn't it just show us like that piece of artwork? It's not like you can have a piece of paper and find a specific piece of paper that's something else that you want to find. No, but the way I'm reading the the spell is 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 if I the better I know, um, kind of roughly what the thing looks like. The better yeah. chance I have mm. of finding it. I mean, we can follow you to your house because the people are done here. Oh, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> I, please come along. I don't want to just sit and take up a table at the at the good place for like <laughs> at the good place thirty minutes while you guys go home and then come back. <laughs> You get you get inspiration for treating your weight staff well if you didn't already have it. So, <laughs> excuse me. As someone who used to we wait tables, leaf house. Average. All right. So, um, uh, yeah. So they lead you over to a uh, a mod a modest home a few blocks away from the restaurant, not too far from your house, Brindley. Nothing. I guess nothing in this town is too far from your house. No. Um, and so uh, you you step inside. Uh, the home is, um, you know, it's 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 cozy. It's not quite as like welcoming or inviting as say the Corther house is, but uh, there's still a place for everyone to sit. Uh, and uh, Cass goes upstairs to get a piece of artwork from Eris's room. How's their flooring? I mean, it's pretty, pretty standard. Okay. Um, to Tristan, I go, do you have, have, have like, I don't know, any clothing he might have worn recently or something like that that we could take with us? Oh, if that'll if, if, if Oh, wait, this is Tristan. Oh, yeah, if that, if that would help. Uh, he never washes his clothing. Oh, great. Gross. Yes. Grab like a cap or a scarf or something. A scarf, please. Yeah, we don't want, if he doesn't want his clothes, we don't want a fucking cap. Oh. No. All right. So, uh, he knows what's living in there. Yeah. Um, Cass comes downstairs with uh, um, a, a piece of paper and, uh, or vellum and a, and a uh, kind of black, black scarf with like a, with like a red, uh, like chevron pattern going up it. Well, I uh, take that, put it in my bag. So hopefully this, hopefully this helps. Uh, he hands the drawing to you, Sean, uh, 
and it is a beautifully meticulous drawing of uh, of some sort of flower, um, like drawn in exquisite uh, anatomical detail. Do I know what type of flower? Sure. <laughs> it's a red dahlia. I, I kind of look at it for a moment and look at the look at the parents and this is a, this is gorgeous work. Yes, he's he's quite the talent, even if he is a, a, a moody youngster. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I remember when I was, you know, a, a five year old, I was very very moody too. So we, we, we get out of it, we grow up. Cast just nods if he. Picked up on the strangeness of that statement, he doesn't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, oh, go ahead. Justin says, um, "Look, uh, I mean, we're, we're obviously assuming the worst here. Um, we're hoping, we're hoping he's just alive and stuck somewhere. Uh, but uh, if he is, if the worst has happened, he says, just uh, if you could bring him back to us, uh, he says, so that we can do the." the purifying rites that we need to, to do. I mean, I'm sure it's all going to be fine. Don't friendly. Mm -mm. No. It's going to be well, fine. We'll, we'll certainly do our best to return, return him to you. He says, uh, he says he, he should be cremated if at all possible. So I hand him back the, the, the art. Thank you very much. I think that will be helpful. Mm -hmm. I mean, of all the times we were looking for people, we always brought them back alive so far. So we have like a good track record. How many times have we gone looking? And actually, we, we haven't. Twice. Yeah. Uh, the dwarf guy the at the beginning. And then what's his face after the shadow kitty, stabby kitty took him? Yeah, I guess he was alive. What was the, what about the big arm strong guy? We were trying to bring him back, and anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh yeah, he was—he was dead, but that was his own fault. <laughs> Didn't he get jumped out of nowhere by a? <laughs> no, he was also a bad guy. So that was Brad. He, he was the one who ran away from us when we were trying to take him and save. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Well, shall we? Uh, <coughs> shall we head off? Yeah. Okay. It's not far. I believe so. A couple hours walk. Should be good. Be there and back in plenty of time. So we should lead we... the way, Brindley. I lead the way. Can we take a quick break? Because I really, really, really need to be. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Yep. yep. All right. Uh, so, uh, being given a, uh, a scarf. Uh, that smells strongly of clove cigarettes and <laughs> truly. Is that some patchouli in there? I thought you said truly, like the uh, drink. <laughs> uh, uh, you head off, you head out. Um, what is there anything you'd like to do before you head down into the woods? Uh, no, Dad said don't come back until later, so. Yeah. I guess he won't go tell him. And um, I just want to let the group know that uh, 
if if they do want if we do want me to to do my spell, I'm going to have to rest and pray for my spells to change. So because I did not have locate object queued up for today. That is all right. I believe Brindley can use her nose. She can. Oh, but Glenn really wanted to use it. I just kind of asked that for a backup. We would have to wait until tomorrow. Yeah. Oh. You yeah, probably shouldn't wait until tomorrow because you might already be dead. Oh, yeah. No, we should try all other things. Okay. But if, we, yeah. can, but if we can't find him, we can, we can do the locate trick. Yeah, or I can also. I also have it for today. You can what? I have located objects for today. Oh. oh. Okay. <laughs> Let's head out. I don't know. Are we within a mile of uh, Brinley's house? Yes. I will go. I will make my little Aquaman head gesture and, and tell Winchester to join us. Oh. Um, as you're walking down the street, as you walk by where uh, the little side alley that goes to Brindley Stable is, Winchester comes trotting out and falls in line behind y'all. Hi, Winchester. The sun glinting off of his glowing halo. <laughs> such a good boy. You're a good boy. Um, all right, so uh, you head down the hill. Um, <laughs> we were, we were going to get you floating horseshoes, but the DM was mean. <laughs> you, no, can't, you, you can't shot a dog. It's so sorry. You can't. <laughs> if, you want, if you want a hovering dog, you're going to have to go about it a different way. <laughs> um, all right. So it was not mean. Yeah. <laughs> the request was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you go. To, you you keep switchbacking down the hill, down this road, uh, before making your way to the bottom uh, and following the path out of town, uh, the lumberjack path that heads to the forest, where a lot of the lumberjacks go uh, to do their craft. Um, so Brindley, you have uh, so have you have you been to this clearing before? Have you decided? Um, no. No. All right. Uh, you do have, myself she would have. She didn't have very many friends. Yeah. So you do have a good idea where it's at, uh, but I will need you to make me a survival check with advantage uh, to make sure that you can get there. With uh, 20, 30, 20. All right, uh, you have no problems. So um, you, you head into the woods. Uh, uh, the, uh, the trees here are uh, old, they're tall, they're thick. They've got kind of uh, twisty, spindly branches uh, that go up into a dark canopy as you, as you get under it. Uh, the bright summer sun kind of fades to uh, just a sort of mottled uh, light that peeks in through the leaves above. 
I mean, the circumstances are like sad, of course, but I'm really glad that we got to go for a walk in the woods today because our woods are like some of the best woods around. Um, you, uh, Whew. Uh, you, uh, yeah, start walking. The, uh, the temperature drops like 20 degrees as you get under the, sh in the shade. Uh, the smell of, of damp earth fills your nostrils. What time of year is it again? Early summer. Um, um, yes. So, um, uh, you still actually see a few, um, uh, a few taps in the side of the trees with buckets hanging under them. Uh, though, Brindley, you know that may, the, the sap season was probably, you know, it's usually like spring. So these are some, these are either forgotten here or are just some low producing trees that they're just trying to hope to get the last bits out of. Oh, it's such a mess here. <laughs> like how hard is it to come back and get your taps? Uh, the rest of you, you probably have not seen this before. Uh, if you've not been through woods like this, uh, just these strange metal tubes with buckets hanging from them coming out of the sides of trees. Is there anything in any of the buckets? Uh, do you go up one? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's about halfway full of oh. thick, thick, uh, thick, sticky step. Why are the trees bleeding into buckets? Uh, it's delicious. You know the syrup that we had this morning on our pancakes? Our griddle yeah. cakes? How we get yeah. it. Really? Mm -hmm. I mean, not, you not to eat it straight from the tree. You have to refine it a little bit. But... Hmm. That's delicious stuff. It is really good. Does, doesn't hurt the tree, does it? They don't make seem to mind. I don't. I don't know if I have a discern tree screaming spell. <laughs> All right. So as you continue walking into the woods, um, uh, you see the um, the large rock that you turn. You take a turn right. You you kind of turn right at, and you continue continue onward. Um, uh, what what do you all do? Are do you is there anything I don't know, is there anything you talk about or you just quietly walk in? I think we'd probably be a hunter. Yeah. What are you saying, Sean? I think we'd probably be a little bit on our guard because someone disappeared here recently. So <laughs> Brindley is just like Every time she finds something you know, that shows her the way, it's supposed to be like, oh, so-and-so from school, you know, I always mention this. And then um, one time in the summer before our last year's school, uh, these two girls I know, whatever their names are, um, they were talking about this. And while well, I was listening to them, they were at their desk and I was at my desk. Uh, and we're talking about that and how you can find it on your way here all the time. 
and all the stories are of like other people who mentioned this and she's like standing somewhere else listening. <laughs> <laughs> so Brindley, have you ever been to this clearing? No. Why not? But I mean, because I haven't. <laughs> well, usually like people, like if you're in a party, you're coming out here, or like you're gonna go make out with somebody, you're coming out here. And I didn't really do much of that at Party all. Or making out? Any of it. Did you not enjoy partying or making out? I mean, I'm sure if I'd ever tried it, it would have been cool. Just nobody ever asked me. Hmm. That is sad. Yes, but I mean, I have mom and dad and waffles. Oh, you said waffles. I thought you said uncles. I was like, are we going to have to meet them too? <laughs> only I had thought of that because <laughs> I have uncles and aunts and cousins it's up to, it's up to, to come over it's up to you I think I would <laughs> open that door <laughs> yeah and it I'll is going to be your birthday so. right okay. through the door. too funny I'm going to say that they probably live in a different city they, they probably enough. live in Carthel <laughs> Or Crailson. It was in Carthel. We missed them. Yeah. Right. Um, we'll say Crailson then. That makes more sense. <laughs> Sometimes they come up the river to <clears throat> visit. Um, was there any particular reason you were shunned by your peers? Oh, 88. <laughs> oh, 88. I mean, I can't imagine why. To me, you seem very personable. I think so, too. People are assholes? Maybe they just don't have taste. Uh, you guys are the best. Nithis is uncomfortable and confused, so she walks ahead a little bit. <laughs> I follow. We were going the same direction. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can't, I, I can't tell if my connection's going all spotty or your guys is. Um, fine for me. So it's fine for our, the rest yeah. of us, I think. All right, it's just me. Um. All right. So uh, after after about ninety or a hundred minutes, you get to uh, the last of the landmarks. Uh, that you know of, Brindley, uh, which means you're about a half hour away. Uh, it is this large um, felled tree, which is about like, which has got maybe like a 15 foot stump and the trees kind of crashed over it. Uh, and then um, along the, uh, the trunk are just a bunch of uh, initials that have been carved into it. Uh, and the, uh, the kind of the story you've heard is that everybody who comes out to the clearing has to carve their initials onto this trunk. Down to it? Like every time or just like the first, the first time they go out? All right. Well, that sounds 
totally acceptable to me. So I'll go and start carving my initials on the truck. That is very bad for the tree. The tree's dead. Uh, it's dead, oh. right? The tree's dead. Never mind. Also, you have to because of folklore. I will start to look around for any sign of... I will look for signs of emo. <laughs> I will I will ask I will ask Winchester to sniff around for any hint of uh, now you still aren't in the clearing. You still no, are we're about away. thirty minutes oh. away. You're, you're thirty oh. minutes away. Oh. Okay. Yeah. But if it's a travel if it's a well traveled path, then <clears throat> Fair. it might smell. All right. So Brindley's carving her initials in the tree. What about the rest of you? I will carve see... in the tree. Do we see freshly carved initials of uh, E.C. in the tree? You mean G for gold leaf? E.G., yeah. E.G. Um, roll me a perception check. Or investigate. I don't know. I'd say perception. Ten. You see a couple of E.G.'s in there, honestly. It is possible he was here. Yeah, I mean, he was heading out here. It seems like he's been out here before. All right. So Brindley carves her initials in. Gwen, you carve all four of your initials in. <laughs> it. 88, uh, you should carve your name in. Yeah. And do you spell, do you, we never know, do you spell it out or is it just like the numerals? I don't think there's ever been an instance where he had to write his name down. Well, and I asked you at the very beginning, and you told me that you wrote it out. Yeah. Okay. You, def- you, you, you signed contracts, so you definitely would have had to have I got you. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, but that was also before he changed his name. Um, I prefer it written out. Okay, then you should put E-E. Right, but I think we'll if you just put E-E 8 8, the tree. then it would You can put a lightning bolt on there for me if you want. That's not what you do. You have to put your initials. I'm not part of the local folklore. I said it was initials. And you have to do it or else I'll know bad shit happens. I I take a knife and just like stab it to three. (laughs) So it's just like three stab marks for an in. Yep. <laughs> okay, we're dead. <laughs> I also I do it so it's slightly to the side so it does look like a lightning bolt. <laughs> Did Winchester smell anything? Um Did you give him the scarf or it's in my bag, so unless you ask, he's not smoked. Yeah, I, mean, I was thinking more of just like what direction of tra- people ge- in general travel. He, it's it's hard to say. He's you're in a. There's definitely a lot of people go this way towards the direction that Brindley's going to lead you to. Oh, um, okay. But uh, I didn't know she still knew. Yeah. Where we were going. Okay. Yep. Never mind. Never mind then. So, having carved your initials uh, into this contract, you continue your way forward. 
Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> See, just seeing who's listening. Um, <laughs> all right. So after you carve your initials into the tree, as per tradition slash suspicion, uh, <laughs> or superstition, rather, um, you continue on for another half hour before uh, entering uh, into a a um, a somewhat sizable glade here in the forest. Uh, you see um, uh, there's a couple of ramshackle buildings on the outskirts of the glade uh, that look like at one point maybe they were like uh, mills or like, you know, like um, lumber lumberjack huts or something like that. You're not quite sure what. Uh, time has taken their toll on them and they are in, vari in varying states of decay. Uh, um but something you all notice uh, uh, in this in this glade, because um, as the sun peeks through uh, the clearing and the in the canopy, is there's just uh, in this glade in this glade alone, uh, there's just this field of beautiful looking flowers, um, uh, half of which are uh, silver and green, uh, and the other half of which are gold and white. Are they like split in half, or are they? They're inter they're intermingled, but um, uh, but yeah, they're this um, the flowers are this beautifully intricate uh, design, um, and for the uh, green and for the green ones, it, um, it uh, the, the white and the green are the base colors on them, and then the gold and the silver almost seem to be like uh, on the just on the tips, almost. Um, uh, Hmm. I have Are not these seen the flowers like this that before. you probably came out here to look at? Mm -hmm. I haven't either. Nobody ever invited me out here. What? We should look around. Uh, yeah. When what was your idea with the the? Drawing again, what were we going to try to look for? Look for the satchel, a satchel that's like heavily remarked with the art. All right, I'm going to ask one for the vellum and cast uh, find object. Yeah. Or do you want to do you want to do that first, or do you want to have? I think we can have Winchester walk the outside of the clearing and see if there's a smell going in a different in in a direction. Yeah, why don't we just do this first? Or do it at the same time. <laughs> yeah, locate object also lasts for like an hour. Oh, okay. All right, so who's doing what? going to quickly locate objects. You're locating object. Nithis, what about you? I'm going to walk around the clearing, around the edges, looking to see what I can see. All right, roll me perception check. Um, 88, what about you? I'm examining to see if there's any personal belongings left behind. All right, roll me an investigation check. Um, and uh, Gwen, you're having um, Winchester Snemel around the exterior? Yep. Okay. Roll a perception for Winchester. Using Winchester stats. Yeah. All right. Uh, nice. All right, so what, what did you all get on your results? 13. Seven. Seven. 
I got a 17. 17. And then, um, Amanda, your spell, just if it's within, what, 250 feet? A thousand. A thousand. Um, all right, so um, Winchester and Amanda, you both perk in the same direction. Uh, as uh, as um, Brindley, you detect the satchel about 600 feet uh, off in the, what you would gather to be the southeastern direction. Uh, and uh, Winchester, using the smell from the scarf, uh, finds a similar scent that also heads in the southeast. It's this way, and I jog over. What direction have we gone from town? Uh, the town is to the northwest of here. So we've gone southeast. We're going further southeast. Yep, so it's deeper into the woods, basically. All right. Follow Brindley. Mm -hmm. yep. Follow Brindley. All right. And Winchester. Yes. Follow Brinchester. All right. Uh, so you two um, head southeast. Uh, Heading past um, one of the sort of ramshackle buildings, uh, and you uh, start to um, uh, the forest. Forest sort of thickens back up, uh, and kind of, and you see hanging from uh, a low-lying branch, a couple feet off the ground, just a little branch. You see a satchel just swinging there. Well, Does it look like it was? put there on purpose or does it look kind of like it was snagged? It looks like it may have been snagged. Can I use... Eris! <laughs> Can I use survival to see if there are any tracks of running? Yeah, absolutely. I won't take the satchel off the branch. 18. You said 18... Mm -hmm. I'm actually really good at survival. Yeah, I know you are. That's. Rev politely puts the artwork that we borrowed into his bag. So we're on the third So you're picking up the satchel, you're surviving. Brindley, what are you doing? <laughs> Surviving. Um, I'm uh, going to wait and see. See if Nithis finds anything. I say I'll help her look around survival as well. And I will continue helping Winchester sniff. <laughs> um. Oh, uh, so what'd you get on yours, Brindley? 17. All right, so that will give you advantage on yours, Nithis, so you can roll it a second time. Ladies are doing something. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Alexa was being a bitch. What's going on? You get advantage on your roll because Amanda's oh, cool. assisting you. Thank you. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, my first one was much better. 18 still. All right. Um, uh, 88, you pick up the uh, satchel and you look into it uh, and you see it's filled with like, um, there's like a couple notebooks in there and like loose leaf drawings. Uh, and uh, the 
drawing on top, you actually see some pretty detailed drawings of uh, of these flowers in the clearing. Looks like maybe we lost Sean. Yeah. No, I, I, I turned my... Um, Turn my. I think I'm going to turn my video off and see if that helps my connection. Okay. Seems to work in meetings. Um, so, uh, yeah. So you find that um, uh, you're able to find uh, a trail, um, Nithis, uh, mm -hmm. and concerning to you is you see there is like blood and mixed mm -hmm. in with it. Okay. Like a lot of blood or just a little. Um. Not insignificant. Not insignificant. Not like not like an amount that would say, "Oh, this person died here," but enough. Yeah. It's like this person was wounded and was running. Okay. Cool. I mean, not cool, but obviously not cool. Um, is there any sign of something really big, or does it just look like one? That's the interesting thing. Is there is definitely not tracks of a creature that are pursuing it. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. 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 Alright, so do you continue to follow the tracks? Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um how quickly are you moving? Like are you kind of creeping along, keeping a careful eye on them, or are you trying to hurry, speed it up to? I'm, I'm going as quickly as I can keep the track in, in sight. So as quickly as you can without getting disadvantage on the roll? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. Uh, right. So you, you, you follow the tracks as far as you can um, without, as quick as you can without getting disadvantage on the roll. Uh, you follow them for about another 300 feet um, and then the footsteps literally just vanish. I look up. Yeah. <laughs> Anything upward? Roll perception check. All right. Oh, 13. Nope. 15. Wait, no. 11. When? Sean? 16, 16. Um, 88 and Gwyn, you both see it's barely visible, uh, but catching off of a, just a bit of sun that's coming through, uh, what looks to be a bit of uh, webbing dangling from a branch, blowing in the breeze. Oh, <laughs> oh good. Does anyone have a spell to locate spiders? <laughs> I usually just use my forehead. What? Huh. Um, and at this like point, what? I need all of you to roll initiative. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Oh, I was looking for if I had any spells on that I could use to find spiders. <laughs> I was getting ready to preemptively cast fly on myself. <laughs> You don't want to. You don't want to cast fly on yourself when you're around spiders. Yeah, well, if you get caught and then they wrap you up. I mean, you're, you'd be their, you'd be their preferred prey if you're a fly. Oh ha 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 ha! Oh Sean. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, not yet. Get out. Aren't you glad my bandwidth <laughs> came back? 
my bandwidth came back just for that joke and mm -hmm. that's maybe we'll see <laughs> mm. all right um I rolled really well. All right. Uh, Brindley, Brindley, what'd you get on your initiative roll? Six. Six. Wow. 88. Three. <laughs> wow. So, 88, you still need to put your new character portrait in D&D Beyond. I'm just now noticing. Nithis. Uh, 11. Oh, yeah. 11. Gwyn. 22. Wow. He's, he's the shortest, so he has the longest time to react. Um, is that how it works? No. Not and real all. quick, just tell me, uh, Gwen, how many uh, hit points do you have? I have 64. You have 64 hit points? I do. Wow. Paladin. Paladin, yo. Nithis? 39. <laughs> wow, really? Yeah. Brindley? 50. Lossy. 88. 59. What the fuck? <laughs> I have so few. Hitpoints. You're a sorcerer who doesn't You're have the dragon and you don't have the draconic background like you did with Nick and there's uh, Yeah. All right, Gwen, you're up first. Um, which means that uh, you see the two spiders drop down from the trees uh, and you are no longer surprised, but that's all you got on your turn. Um, okay. Uh, so, um, uh, the rest of you, you notice uh, two spiders, um, one of which uh, is about the size of um, Winchester, if Winchester had eight spider-sized legs on him. Uh, <laughs> and then Gross. the uh, other one is about the size of 88, plus eight spider legs. Ooh. No! Um, uh, and the large one, um, so the four of you are standing in, a, in, in this, in the woods, uh, and the large one is going to go for the biggest um, non-metal prey, so Nithis. Uh, and so it drops down behind you, and it is going to make some attacks. Advantage, because I think you're surprised, so. Goody. Oh, the advantage really helped it, actually. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> two AC-22s, I believe, will hit, right? No, I've got AC <laughs> That would be I I would have questions if you did. <laughs> oh lordy. Gonna All right. So it gets two attacks on me? Two hits, yeah. Uh, so one hit for ten and one hit for seven. So seventeen total. Um, that's just about half my hit points. And um, I'm going to need you to make a constitution save. Fantastic. 18. 
All right, that's good. And a, a second one. Oh, Lord. 20. Nope. You're fine. You're fine on both of those. Okay. Uh, as, yeah. the, uh, as the spider's fangs puncture your, your skin, you feel it inject poison into you. Hmm. Do not like. Uh, puts up the um, smaller but yet foreboding spider, um, which is going to go for the smallest meal. So, when you are a snack. I really am. Uh, and it is going to make... Um, um, they're trying to strike while the iron is hot here. So, it will make... Uh, one bite attack uh, does not get advantage because you went before it. So AC seven will miss. Correct. All right. Puts up Nithis. You're no longer surprised. Brindley. You're no longer surprised. Eighty-eight. You're no longer surprised. Uh, puts up Gwyn. Top of the round. Okay. Uh, you see. Um, uh, Dangling, uh, dangling from a string coming out of its tuchus, uh, a spider floating behind you. Uh, <laughs> you see another one floating uh, behind Nithis. Um, much larger, much scarier. Uh, what do you do? The one... Um, so if I were to cast um, sleep on the one in front of me, would it would it impact any of my friends? So sleep, sleep applies to people in, in order from lowest hit points to highest hit points. Yeah. Um, so anybody, uh, anybody in the radius of the spell um, that had lower hit points than the smaller spider would be affected first. Okay. Is there a way to, to cast it so that only that small spider would be in the in the range. Give me what's the what's the uh, area of effect on it? It's a twenty foot uh, creatures within twenty feet of a point you choose within range, and the range is. Yeah, back. you could definitely get just that small spider. Um, okay, I will give that a shot because I don't know that I've ever successfully cast sleep. It's a hard spell to get through. I mean, the, the, and that's because, I mean, if it succeeds, you essentially kill the creature. I mean, yeah. it's... Take it out of the... Okay, I'll cast it. And then, oh, 5d8, sorry. I didn't realize I had to do a thing. Mm -hmm. uh, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Um... Oh, wait. I rolled D6s, not D8s. Sorry, guys. It's all right. This is not an off-used spell. I was like, why Why does that... Why does that spell suck so bad? Okay, that's different. 14, 18... Uh, uh, 26, 31... Hit points. How much? Thirty-one. Thirty-one. All right. The spider falls asleep. It's just, and it's then just... I yell, 
just kind of falls over. It's just dangling Those there. Snores. I yell, don't hit the little sleeping spider and run over um, toward uh, where Nithis is getting munched on by the giant spider. All right. And then that will stay asleep for six rounds. Awesome. All right. Anything else you're doing? Uh, anything with your bonus action or anything like that? <laughs> um, no, I, I think just uh, I'll just advance to um, try to get next to the creature so I can attack it next round. Yep. All right. You're next to the. Uh, you're next to the uh, bigger spider. All right. Yeah. It's the bigger spider's turn. Um, it is happy to have a tasty snack uh, already. Um, uh, it doesn't like you though, Sean. So it is going to cast web on you. Wait, it can cast spells? Uh, it's not a spell. It's Kinda. just, it's shooting, it's shooting webbing out of its ass. <laughs> I'm all really excited for it's a pooping. It's pooping. Uh, so, um, I need you to make me a strength saving throw. Uh, strength is not my strong suit. Oh, no, wait, hold on. It's Sorry, it makes an attack. And then, oh, okay. So it's going to attack you. Uh, AC 21? Yes, that hits. All right, you are restrained. You are covered in webbing. Okay. Uh, so it'll take an action to break out of it. Okay. Uh, a restrained character, uh, you can't move. Attack rolls against it, you have advantage, and you have disadvantage on your attack rolls. Uh, Bully, you bought that, <laughs> that oil earlier. <laughs> 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 or the potion of animal friendship. Um, all right, so that was that. Um, and then, let's see. Uh, it is going to do a second attack on you, Nithis. Uh, AC 19? Yeah. No. Okay. Um, uh, you take 12 points of acid damage. Um, as it uh, spits this... Um, spits this kind of viscous uh, sizzling fluid from its mouth. Uh, and it actually solidifies around you. You are restrained. Uh, and this creature, yeah. it's two of its legs kind of grab and start winding up this uh, just kind of acid webbing that it's got you wrapped up in. Uh, and you are grappled. <sighs> um, uh, which means you're also restrained. Um, and then it is going to jump with you 30 feet up into the trees. Oh, geez. Is it close enough for an attack of opportunity? Uh, yes. <clears throat> Me swing uh, sword. And for you as well, um, Gwen, you'll just have disadvantage on the attack of opportunity if you take it. Okay. Because you did get up to it. Yeah. A synthetic 20 to hit. Um, that will hit. 
cool. This is going to be great. If I survive this round, it's going to be great. This spider's <laughs> not going to fucking know it hit it. Uh, so I'm going. Oh, this is going to be this is going to be silly. Um, <laughs> or maybe the spider won't survive this round. <laughs> oh, it will. I'm going to use a superiority die to do a trip attack. Ooh. So it needs to make a strength saving throw. Okay. It's somewhat good at these. Sixteen. Uh, okay, that succeeds. Um, but it does take eighteen points of slashing damage. Nice. You slash into it. Some some green green uh, sizzling blood comes out of it. Gross. And I I got an eighteen on my attack attempt. That'll hit. Uh, wow. Uh, 13 points of damage. Okie dokie. It takes it. Uh, and then it... Uh, with uh, with uh, Nithis kind of wrapped up in its legs, it jumps, yeah, it jumps 30 feet up into the trees uh, where it is currently... Uh, Perched uh, with you dangling above the ground, Nithis. Mm-hmm. Uh, second spider is asleep for this round. Round one of six. Nithis. I'm so excited. It's my turn. Um, so I'm going to cast Thunder Step. It only has verbal components, so the grapple doesn't matter, right? Mm-hmm. And I can teleport anywhere I can see within range, which is 90 feet. Um, and the spider has to make a con save of 15. Uh, <clears throat> it fails. It got a 13 total. You're, God, that makes me so fucking happy. <laughs> uh, so. It's thunder, so I get mm -hmm. to add three to it because of because um, mm -hmm. your life. <laughs> yeah. Because of my heart of the storm, so it's a fourteen damage points. Mm -hmm. And I'm really pissed off that this motherfucker tried to kidnap me. It is now bloodied. Good, because I'm about to fuck it up. I'm going to use two sorcery <laughs> points um, to use quicken spell. And then I'm going to burn that motherfucker with a firebolt. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, you have to hit it first. Oh, probably don't hit it. 11? That will miss. Yeah, that's what I figured. Oh, well. Uh, yeah, it goes wide, hits into some webbing, which sort of sizzles and burns. And... It understands how pissed off I am, though. So uh, Yeah, and as you disappear from its clutches, its legs kind of swing inward at the sudden absence of you, confused, and Look you hear just a little... <laughs> <laughs> sound and i'll land behind 88 because mm -hmm. i have 10 fucking hit points <laughs> all right brindley uh can i still see it up in the tree for where i am uh yes okay i'm going to cast right on it um moonbeam mm -hmm. and so it's a five foot radius i just want right on the motherfucker 
and it has to take a con saving throw. Uh, 11. That does not do it. So it takes 3d10 damage. Pretty much the same <laughs> spell that I just did. <laughs> 3d10. Eighteen points of radiant damage, and then, um, yeah, it stays there. When it enters the spells area for the first time, or starts its turn there. All right, it's looking pretty pretty hurt. Uh, Puts up eighty-eight. Okay. I'm going to turn and put a hand on Nithis's shoulder. And as my holy symbol flares with bright red light, uh, Nithis, you feel this intense wave of heat like you're standing in front of a forge. And I cast Cure Wounds. You get 10 hit points back. Nice. Thank you, sir. Uh, this thing is looking very badly beat up. Yeah, that's going to be it for my turn. Gwen. Um, I can't really affect it from where it is. It's still up in the tree, right? Uh, you, can, you can see it. It's 30 feet up there, yeah. Yeah, I don't have any... I don't really have any spells that can... You have a bow? Yeah, I guess I could do that. I will bow it. I will take the attack action because... Am I, am I still at a disadvantage? Um, yeah, you're still in the web, so you're, you're strained. You still disadvantage on your attacks. You can also try to break from the webbing. Is it a, is it a strength save to get loose? Uh, you, can I... either, you can either do a strength a strength check, not a save, check, check. or uh, you can do um, uh, you can attack it. It has an AC. Uh, you'll be at disadvantage on the attack. Oh man, all oh, that sucks. Yeah, it's not meant to be good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think in. Dead. I no. I'll just shoot it with my arrows. So attack. Oh, that's a miss. Second attack. Um, sixteen. Wait. What's eight plus nine? Sixteen. Seventeen. Seventeen. Seventeen to hit. That will hit. All right. Uh, 11 points of damage. All right. So you, you shoot it. Uh, as, you, as you shoot it, your arrow pierces it, and its legs curl it up on itself, and it falls. Um, I'm going to need uh, all y'all to make me a dexterity save. Mm. Actually, no. Uh, there's four of you. Only it's big. It's eighty-eight size, so it's only going to land on one of you. So, one, two, three, four, 
I declare a Nithis, I need you to make me a dexterity <laughs> save. <laughs> Nat 20, motherfucker. Nat 20. You, you nimbly leap out of the way as this spider Son of this fucking spider. goes to fall on you. Um, uh, the second spider, turn two for the smaller spider. Mm-hmm. Nithis, your turn. Oh. Um... There's a sleeping spider that's floating near you. I mean, it's probably not possible to just kill it, right? Um, you, there is. Um, I think it's an auto crit if you attack it. If you oh. melee attack it, it's an auto crit, yes. If I melee attack it? You have advantage and it's an auto crit. Well, um, my melee is not worth shit, though. So you might want to have 88 do it. Yeah, because like or, I have a one plus one. Um, you know what I will do since we're still looking for that kid. I'm gonna cast fly on myself mm -hmm. since it's likely that his body is in a tree. Okay. Uh, puts up Brindley. Uh, I did spend that very big spell and I only got to use it once so I'm going to move it over to the little one alright so it takes 3d10 yes so I assume we're just going to kill it anyway and I also want to see if it goes after this you want to see what <laughs> I said I also <laughs> want to see if it goes after this when it wakes up <laughs> <laughs> 19 points of damage. Um, huh. uh, hmm. Oh, it's not an attack, right? It's just a, does it get a, it would normally get a save for this? Yes. Yeah, it automatically, a, yeah. It automa automatically fails. Well, wait, is it a con save or a? It's a con save. So it actually rolls for that. Uh, 11, so nope. it'll fail, so it takes 19. Mm -hmm. All right, it wakes up. Ah! Angry. It was, yeah. having a, it was having a good dream. Uh, 88. It is very bloodied. It, it does not look like it has much left in it. Uh-huh. I'm going to try and cut Gwyn out of the web. Okay, roll me an attack. Uh, synthetic 20. Yeah, that hits. Do you deal more than five points of damage? Damn. Yes, I do. Then you, you cut, you cut, you dramatically cut Gwyn out of his, out of his, his webbing. Please do not move. Doros <laughs> it. I do a, I do a little, a little flip out of the web and, and, uh, you know, cast a little nod to 88 who freed me. You're not um, a rogue anymore, Sean. You're paladin <laughs> in heavy armor. <laughs> but I am incredibly dramatic. So he is. Kind of like a paladin bard. Anyway, that's my turn. 
All right, what's up, Gwen? Uh, since I've, I guess since I've already got my uh, bow in my hands and I'm there, <laughs> I'll go ahead and shoot two arrows at the damn thing. Uh, 20 and, oh, natural one. Well, the 20 will hit. And then the 20 is, ooh, max damage, 13. Yep, it, it dead. Arrow, turns out spiders don't do well with arrows. It's their only weakness. <laughs> their only weakness? Uh, damage to my corporeal form. My only weakness. How did, you, how did you know? Internal trauma. <sighs> All right. So uh, we are out of initiative. Uh, what do you all do? I joined this looking for what is hopefully just a sleepy, sleepy face of uh, Eris. All right. So you, uh, so um, Nithis is taking to the trees with uh, with her fly spell. Um, and uh, are you turning into something, or are you just? Um... Um, I'll turn into a black bear so I can climb trees if I have to. Oh, right. You can't turn in the flying creatures yet. That's right. Yes. Not until level eight. Soon. All right. Also, I'm an adorable black bear. Do you have a slight bluish tint to your black fur? Yes. It looks like I have used black box hair dye. <laughs> <laughs> all right so um i'm glad you specified that it was box hair dye because it's very distinct yes <laughs> uh so um after after some searching around that this you do find a very large web uh that has a couple of uh of cocooned up forms hanging in it hmm all right well i will take my dagger and try to cut it out Gently. Um, so uh, you, you notice there's about five or six, five? Um, I'll do it very carefully, because if there's soup inside these sacks, I do not want to be splattered. <laughs> um, so there's, uh, there's, there's five of them on there. Um, two of them look more 88-sized. Um, three of them are closer to halfling size. Uh, what are you? Well, I'll start with the halfling size one, but I'm going to open them all up. Okay, uh, so you in one of them you find a uh, desiccated uh, looks like uh, maybe a, a goblin was at one point, and uh, the second one uh, you find uh, it looks to be a, a very desiccated bear, <laughs> like a cub. Okay, that's uh, And then in the third one you find uh, you find Eris. Bummer. Is he desiccated or is he? He's not desiccated. Yay! He looks but pale though. Is he dead? Uh, roll me a medicine check. All right. Let's see. Oh, not great. Ten. Nope. Uh, nope. That's actually an eight. <laughs> uh, you can't determine. 
right, we'll <laughs> just let him fall to the ground. No, I will. <laughs> I mean, he's small enough I can carry him, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I'll bring him down to 88 and Gwyn. All right, so you cut, you cut him out of the web and you fly him down. Uh, who wants to check if he is breathing? All right. Uh, roll me a medicine check. I will use my inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> feel you. Natural 20 for a total of 22. Uh, he, he, uh, he's, he actually does have a faint pulse and a faint breath. Does he appear to have been poisoned? Yes. Gwyn, he appears to have been poisoned. I will cast uh, Lesser Restoration on him. And I will give him, I don't know, I will lay on hands for five hit points. Okay. Um, you... You cure him of the poison, the venom running in his veins, uh, uh, and you give him some hit points back, but he is still unconscious. But uh, you do sense that you were able to cure those things. So he is in, he's still not in great shape. Yeah. Um, well, Nicholas was finding him and bringing him down. Brindley was kind of like Winnie the Pooh, burying her way up, <laughs> and then slowly bringing him back down while this goes on. Nice. Um, all right, so uh, do you clear the rest of the cocoon off of him? Yes. yes. All, right. All right, so you cut him out of the cocoon, you see uh, just a, a damp to the touch, just this black outfit. Uh, you see a variety of puncture wounds on his uh, arms and necks, neck, uh, legs. Oh, they tasted him. Oh. This phrasing was unfortunate on that one. <laughs> were the, other than the two desiccated corpses were there anyone in the other cocoons the two big ones uh those one of them was a, a bigger bear uh and the other one uh was like a, a deer ah. like a fawn do you want to cut down the um goblin and we can see if it has any identifying markings in its pockets it might have had family in the area. Okay. All right. So you fly up, cut the goblin down. Uh, roll me um, an investigate check. Uh, whoever wants to do it. When it sounds like. Well, I don't okay. want to do it. <laughs> I'll try, but I'm terrible at investigation. Ooh. Uh, 18 minus 2, 16. <laughs> you really are not good at investigating. <laughs> no, I really am not. <laughs> um, uh, so he, it, like, all the fluids have been drained out of him. Like, he is, like, just withered like a raisin. Uh, but um, you do see what appears to be some sort of, like, a tattoo on his arm that maybe indicates, like, a, a tribal affiliation or something like that. And you, you know, you can, like, copy that symbol down somewhere. Okay. I will jot it down and and uh, I don't know what would it, do I know what like the burial rites of a goblin would be? Would they bury them or? Uh, it it, it depends strongly on what uh, religion. So they're you know um, different different goblins have different religions and different burial rites. So uh, 
you you'd probably just choose to bury them uh or you know uh use the funeral rites of chalik because that's your god so okay or are they desiccated enough i could stick them in my bag of holding gross it's pretty like the outs like the in like it's desiccated but like the out like it's it's a goopy okay you probably don't want to put it in your bag of holding Okay. Well, then Man, I will give it. What a... are you doing? This is so gross. Burying it or or uh, cremating oh. it is probably the best option. I will give it a, a burial according to the rites of chalk. All right. So I was going to take it to its family if it wasn't didn't squick everybody out. <laughs> what if its family tried to murder you? Well, then I would try to talk fast. <laughs> but we'll bury him anyway. Are we kind of around near where what's his face got faces goblins were? Yes. Rotarks? Uh there they were, I think if I remember correctly, they were a day or two in. So okay. yeah. But not too far in the grand scheme of the world. This is definitely the corner of the world for because they would come into East Hill and trade periodically. So yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll remind you, I think that almost all of them died in the Battle of New Haven against those dragons. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I did remember that after yeah. I asked. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wait, didn't we ask to get them all killed? <laughs> yeah. Goblins do die easy, but so do so kobolds, so. Survive us. We should get Eris back to town as soon as possible. Yes, we should. Oh, I'm not a bear anymore. Hmm. And Eris is a halfling, so if he. He can, we can, oh, that's right. 88 can carry him. All right. All right. Uh, so you um, make your way back to town. Bury the goblin real quick and then mm-hmm. head off to town. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Um, Brindley, roll me a survival check with advantage. Natural 20 plus seven. Oh, yeah. Not only do you get back, but you're actually able to come up with a better route back that's quicker than this cockamamie landmark route that the other people gave you. This is so weird. You just go this way. 15 steps fewer. <laughs> All right, so you, you, uh, you get back to town um, as the sun's starting to get low in the sky. Uh, you make your way to uh, the There's gold. a healer's or a, a temple that specializes in healing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's a, a a temple a, a temple uh, that specializes in healing uh, that you're able to to bring him to. Um, Have somebody go get his parents. I'll run over to the house and knock on the door and get a uh, cast Tristan. All right. Um, so you, you do that, um, and uh, they rush over uh, rush over to um, to the uh, to the temple, and uh, when they get there, um, uh, the priest of Iona is praying over praying over Eris and uh, giving him water. Uh, he has not regained consciousness yet, but uh, as as Tristan and Cass come in, they say, "Oh my, is he, is he alive? Is our is our boy alive?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the doctor seeing him. Yeah. Right. Uh, um, seeing him. Cass, Cass rushes over and like, like Neil, kneels by, kneels by Eris. Uh, and Tristan comes up in, behind him and puts like a hand on his shoulder as they look down on their son. And Tristan says, uh, we, we truly cannot thank you enough for, for saving our boy. What, what happened to him? Very large spider. Giant spiders. Mm. He's going to have a complex, probably. Make sure there's no spiders in your house. Mm. Not, not, not a creature we, we let into the house. Uh, well, uh, um, how, how, can we, how can we repay you? Uh, there's nothing. Fine. Uh, Nithis shakes her head and sighs deeply as um, Brindley says, it's fine. Uh, he says, uh, well, um, check in with us before you leave. We'll find, we'll find some way to repay you. Man, that's supposed to be like, no, it's good, it's fine. Um, all right, so what do you do now? Back to Brindley's place, I guess. Time to go in for supper, right? Yeah. Yeah. I will ask as we're walking back, what is it that the gold leaves do as a profession? Uh, they, that's a great fucking question. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know, Brindley. You just know Eris. I have no clue. Something enterprising, I bet. <laughs> Their house is kind of nice. I mean, not as nice as my house, but <laughs> something called management consulting. I don't really know what that <laughs> is, but <laughs> so um, you uh, you head back to the uh, to the house. Um, which door do you go in? The front or the back? Whatever door's closest. <laughs> yeah, what side are we coming from? I mean, you'd probably, uh, I mean, it's up to you. What, what one do you normally go into? See, we normally go in the back door. Okay. Uh, so you um, uh, come into the back door, uh, take your shoes off instinctually. Uh, and as you remind everyone to take their shoes off. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, and as you come into the kitchen, uh, your mom and dad uh, leap up and say surprise, ah! uh, and they have a a cake uh, with um, how many candles are are on it, Brindley? Um, I twenty-two. Twenty-two, I think. Yeah, twenty-two. So they have a cake with twenty-two candles uh, lit on it. Change my description now. It's not your I birthday yet. Have to yet, but yeah. yeah. It's it is six days early, um, uh, and it's a, a beautiful. Uh, it's a beautiful um, uh, tall cake uh, with um, 
very uh, nice um, pink frosting with purple stripes. Very hot. Uh, what's your What's your favorite kind of cake? Um, it's gonna be apple spice cake. So it's an apple spice cake uh, with a caramel with a caramel drizzle on the top to complement the apple. I know. I know. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's six days until my birthday. Are you going to do this every day? <laughs> they laugh. Um, and uh, Bronwyn, your mom says, uh, well, um, your father and I talked about it last night and we don't think you should stay the full six days. Well, why not? <laughs> Well, we love having you here. Don't get us yeah, wrong. Um, but if you're planning on leaving the country, um, you should probably do it sooner than later. What's going on? Arthur says, um, a buddy of mine at the fort says that conscription's coming. He says, uh, he says, he's, he says, uh, they're taking anybody that's able-bodied. Can't we uh, tell them it's my birthday and they need to just hold their And he says, uh, he says, uh, they, he says, uh, according to my source, he says they're, uh, they're sending out, they're sending out troops to start the conscription process tomorrow. So they'll be here in two days. So yeah, you okay, both fair. have canes, right? What's that? You both have canes, right? <laughs> and- oh no, we're, uh, I'm far too old and portly to, be conscript. Oh, good. Uh, so besides, who 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 will teach the children come come uh, come fall? In my experience, soldiers don't care. Although now I gotta say, I really do want a far too old and portly T-shirt just for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but anyway, um, that unpleasant talk we can save for tomorrow because today is your birthday by proxy, my daughter. Yay! But he kind of nudges the cake towards you. Blow out the candles. I blow out the candles. And I make a wish. Uh, make your secret wish. Um, and then you can, you can DM me that wish if you want. Yeah, I'll have to think about what my wish is. <laughs> Uh, and then the, uh, your mom comes over and gives you a hug and a kiss. Uh, and she says, and your father insisted, and he, your dad pulls out a bunch of gifts. <laughs> Yay, I unwrap all of them. <laughs> uh, uh, it's mainly stuff that he thinks will be helpful for you on the road. So more of your like lotions and potions and tinctures and things like that. Uh, your skincare regime. Uh, nice. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, Did he get me? Can one of them be like a scarf to wrap my hair in so it doesn't decrease the soft scarf? So it doesn't decrease when I sleep at night. Yep. Uh, uh, and uh, two sets of traveling clothes. Uh, one for one for uh, uh, cooler wet or one for cooler weather, and then one to protect you from the rain. I thank them profusely, and I give them a hug in between each of the presents. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he. Um, uh, he slides over a little box for the other three of you. This is <clears throat> unnecessary. 
Uh, he no, says it's your birthday. He says it's, we 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 would feel bad if you all didn't get gifts as well. Okay, that's what birthdays are for. Okay, I will open whatever it is then. Uh, and then he also slides another box to you, Brindley, that you hadn't seen at this point. That Do is, I open it? Um, uh, and so each of you uh, get a very nice um, uh, silver uh, and gold uh, cloak clasp. Oh, nice. uh, uh, that has um, uh, just like it looks like kind of like a, um, a maple leaf uh, with a with a C on it. Ooh, thank you. And and uh, Bronwyn kind of sighs a little bit and says he insisted. <laughs> oh my I, god, we're gonna like a real adventuring group now. I think they look lovely, and I'll wear mine with pride. And I put it on my billowing cloak and stand up and let it make it billow a little bit. I think it looks very dramatic. Uh, Arthur kind of claps a little bit at the billowing cloak. <laughs> um, uh, he says, "He says, and of course, uh, after we have cake, we'll have dinner." He says, "Because you know it's your birthday, you can eat your cake first. Uh, yes. He says, "And I've made Brindley's favorite meal." Brindley can tell me, Amanda can tell me whatever that is. Um, it is some nice river fish with a, a sun-dried tomato sauce on it and risotto on the side. Uh, and he says, um, and we picked up some, uh, some trail rations for you that should help make the journey easier for the lot of you. Guys, so nice, even though you're kicking me out of our house. I'm not. <laughs> Your father's not kicking you out. I know, I'm just cheesy. She says, we're protecting you in our own way. If you're going to be out there in a dangerous world, she says, we want it to be on your terms, not the terms of misguided nation. I not agree more. You are a very wise mom. She says, she just nods and says, damn right I am. <laughs> All right, uh, and so as the as you all celebrate uh, Brindley's twenty second birthday, uh, that is where we'll end this session today. Yay! Yay. Matt, what was your when when uh, when Arthur kicked you all out of the house? You had you thought about something. I was curious what you. I thought, thought. it was going to be a surprise birthday party. Ah, <laughs> excellent. Good call. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, Chris isn't going to make us for 30 days. Either we're going to fast forward or get us out. I contemplated the pros and cons of each, but figured you probably wouldn't want to just stay in this small podunk town for another six in-game days. Appreciated. Hi, everyone. Oh, donkey. Oh. Both my cats spent the whole afternoon sleeping on me, so they're like, okay, we're good in our corners now. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Attitude coming from the corner. I think that was cat. Who was that? That was cat for damn right. Yeah. Yeah. I did wake him up somehow. Hi. <laughs> 
Oh, no, no. He just galumped across the apartment. Now you're in trouble. <laughs> or he's like, oh, are we having social time? I haven't shown off in a while. <laughs> I'm not showing you how adorable I am. 